0: Checking in before this amazing episode with a fellow Julian. Um, this was one of my favorite conversations that I've had on the show. In general, a super great person to work with and collaborate with. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. But I wanted to just preface and, and, and not preface really, but just to say thank you to everybody for the response and the, the feedback uh, on the show, and it's it's coming back, and the Juno season, and everybody just responding to it so well. It means so much to me, and I, I didn't want to go another episode without telling everybody that. So thank you so much uh, from the bottom of my heart, and I'm very excited for y'all to listen to this one. So I'm going to stop talking. You can enjoy this episode of Procrastination Radio Show. Alright, alright, alright. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Procrastination Radio Show. It is your host, Ian Complex. And today we are graced by another very, very special guest. But this time, I think, I think you're on the top of the list because we have the same name. Oh shit. And I don't <laughs> meet a lot of people with the first name Julian. Yeah. And it's every time I see somebody with Julian, and then they do art, I'm just like, oh, this is even better. <laughs> the love is even stronger already. I don't even need to know what you do. I'm just here i agree bro
1: um thank you for having me this is yeah. dope thank you for setting this up great introduction uh yeah dude i think i just piggybacking off of quickly piggybacking off of what you're saying i feel the same way about other julians like every time i see another julian i'm like yep. i just know we're on the same wave. <laughs> it's
0: good it's fine <laughs> this is no no beef at all i can never have beef with you yeah, um, no, facts. yeah. no it's so, it's been amazing
1: it's about the beer
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's been amazing getting to research and um, getting to find your your page and and stuff you make. Um, Of course, congratulations on time flies and everything that's been going on with that. But I was looking on your website before we get into that, and I saw something that kind of brought an interesting question in my mind. You describe yourself as a multifaceted artist that combines creative direction, graphic design, photography and videography into single practice. And it made me think about, in a similar way, how do you think people in your life that you love would describe you?
1: Great question. Um, I would hope that they would describe me as as someone who is really passionate um, about anything that they do um, that really just puts 110% effort into any sort of not only creative project, but just any sort of task I, like, hold myself Mm. to, I would hope that people around me that love me would say that about me because I I really um, try to focus on that as much as I can. Even when it comes to relationships, friendships, uh, anything along those lines, I really like to uh, be very passionate and and showcase, like, how hard and how much I, I, I really truly care about certain things. So um, I hope that that translates to people that I love because
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: you know I I think that um, I I try hard in it. So, but yeah,
0: yeah, it's a great has, question.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: thank you. Has has that passion followed you forever, or is it something that's you've you've been building?
1: That's 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 another good segue. I think yeah, when I was younger, dude, like I think when I was in high school, I didn't really have passion for anything.
0: Mm, the only mm-hmm. thing I had
1: passion for was kind of like. Making people laugh and and fucking around. Yeah. So like when I was in high school I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be on SNL. I was like wow. I was like a I was like a like an anchor on yeah. on I went to Ferguson in, in Miami. Um and uh I was like a news anchor and I would just fuck around like on the yeah, news. Yeah, like yeah. I would do like Eric Andre skits and I would like finesse him and throw him up, throw him up on like, the yeah. the t- I would get in trouble and shit. So I think all I cared about in high school was like, just making people laugh and like yeah. being, being a clown. Um, I didn't really have a passion for anything. And then I think when I got out of high school and I started pursuing a career in acting, that lack of passion really like me in the face, like mm. kind of like, I kind of got like woken up, like I was like, oh shit, I can't just like say, I want to do this big thing and pursue this huge career and not put in energy or, or, or research or, or passion into it. I have to like go in headstrong, you know? And I think through that realization, I kind of shifted my perspective from wanting to be an actor to being a director. Mm. So then I kind of dove deep into filmmaking and dove deep into filming and films in general and cinema. And then that also kind of shifted because I, I, I would go on sets and I would do, like, small, like, student projects. And I was kind of a little – I was very overwhelmed with, like, yeah. starting this career and, like, right, not knowing anything about, you know, not knowing anything about cameras and shit Yeah. and whatever. So then since it was so big and I was like, this is, like, kind of difficult, I kind of realized that I was really drawn to, like, good title sequences on mm. films. Mm. So then I started – that's where it started and catapulted my graphic design endeavors. And then I'm like, I've never really looked back, you know. So that's, wow that's I, I try to now since yeah. i learned that back then that passion didn't really serve me good especially if i wanted to pursue a, a career in the arts right i learned that at that point and and i really like you know i've been designing for about five years now and i've tried as hard as i can to just be the best designer i can and yeah. do research and just learn that uh the passion kind of helps with that
0: yeah that's that's a beautiful answer that, <laughs> that, that, that was... That <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was telling you before when when we were just kind of talking about getting this together yeah. that it's it's almost crazy how palpable the energy you have for And again, as you speak to it, the passion that you have for what you do. And I'm kind of interested to see the stuff before just to see like if if even an inkling of that, like you being not there is in that because cause it's just crazy how you can speak to these things so well because you do live it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: And and Mm. I feel like, I feel like that what you kind of crafting. I I feel like the reason why maybe that speaks volunteers because I feel like you kind of started out that same outlook. Because like even just naming a show like Procrastination Radio, how did how did that come about?
0: Oh, that that's a good question. I was in a similar place where I was coming out of high school and I was going into film, (laughs) and I. It was hard because you, like you mentioned, just it's a money thing sometimes where it's like, I don't I don't have this or I don't have that. And you, you kind of get in this comparison game. So I was like, I want to find something that I can do that maybe I can do from home. And I just kept putting it off, just putting it off for years and years. And finally I was like, I got to keep myself accountable in a way where I'll do a show that is either a week, once a week, once a year, something that's up and people can know and attach themselves to that will be there. So I was like, I might as well name it. The thing that I'm doing is just procrastination. Radio, <laughs> you know, That's sick. So it, it, it rolls
1: off the tongue very well.
0: No. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It, it was, it was good. And, and it's funny in the times where I took time off from the show, I would come back to the show because of the same reason and leave the show because of the same reasons. where I would become very overwhelmed with something and then begin to procrastinate. So there's like three or four episodes of, of the old series that are just like, Hey man, I had a, I had a bad couple months, <laughs> but I'm back. <laughs> so I'm like so the shows work, you know. Cool. So that that that's, that's
1: cool good. that the the intention of the show kind of also translates to like even just keeping the show alive, you know. Yeah, it's
0: interesting. It, it's it's something I've I've had to to fight with like now learning to be a graphic designer for for work. You um, do like because I know that I look I've looked at your work too. Like yeah, so, you're yeah.
1: also a graphic designer, right?
0: Yeah, I I haven't. Cool it It came up kind of recently like i I've been doing design for a year and i I kind of archived a lot of the art that was on the procrastination radio page just to rebrand it um so a lot of that stuff isn't on there but um I feel like my approach to design was very art focused for the initial half of my my time doing it where um it didn't feel like it was focused at all it just was very I think I said it like during a week at work. I felt like my art was screaming, my design was screaming, and I feel like learning graphic design and understanding that world. It's like most times you want your design to like whisper, to intrigue somebody, to pull them in, so you can communicate these big ideas. So
1: I think things kind of when you I feel like when you say screaming, it sounds like things are fighting fighting one another for attention. Exactly. Maybe.
0: So hierarchy was. Focus, you know just, <laughs> <laughs> just oh i'll put six fonts on a picture i don't care <laughs> you know i'm like this looks cool
1: which i swear uh, the other day i was like in like some tiktok comment for yeah. tiktok comment section for this design shit yeah and i kind of had this debate with, with this dude about limiting fonts on on a, on a design because yeah. i think that you could have unlimited amount of fonts and like yeah. he kind of agreed but he was also just like whatever uh, i just think it's like literally what you're saying just visual hierarchy like right you can have as many fonts as you want, as long as you just organize them in a way where they each are their own thing and not like fighting for attention.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It's just communication, which is, which is interesting. And I'd, I'd want to know how you hone that in, not only in your design, but your photography and everything else that you get into. How do you communicate with your audience? How do you communicate with yourself? Even That's a question. I wonder.
1: Uh, when it comes to design, I definitely like to ask myself questions. I like to ask myself questions and how I could um interpret it. you know, so something like time flies was like was like a, a great project for that and a great reminder yeah. for that, so it's like you know what do the months mean and what what does the month what does the what does the meaning of the month mean? What does that mean to me? What does that mean in general and I kind of use that train of thought to like navigate to the design um with photography. I like to take more of uh, of an approach that's like I- – I'm like the opposite of one of my ho- – the guy who actually shot the cover of Time Flies, yeah. named Ian as well, um, yeah. which I know you're thinking wow. in public. <laughs> yeah. um, he's like the opposite of me as a photographer where he's like very like, this is the shot. This yeah. is the framing. We're ready. Boom. I'm very much the inverted where it's like I just like see a good shot and I just quickly right. – so the way I think I express myself with photography is just like living in the moment and series of moments that I've experienced in my life. Yeah. Um so I was shooting on film for a lot for a while and like point and shoot for a while and that like kind of really helped do that because the camera itself was really good. If yeah. I could just be anywhere and the pictures would come out great. Yeah. Um so that's kind of like how I feel like I express my emotions through photography and um and design too, so it's it's important to really kind of figure out what you want to say yeah. and figure out what you want to achieve, and I think asking yourself questions is, is a great way to get to that point.
0: Yeah, I I think I I feel like sometimes it's hard as I'm not sure if you're the same, but you can take in so much stuff to get in the creative process, and then it, kind of like you mentioned with the the bunch of fonts, you just want to use everything. In, in, so I, I feel like it's good sometimes just be in the moment and have whatever comes out and, and, and like even to, to speak to music sometimes I yeah. I prefer those acoustic moments where the voice isn't as perfect because Definitely. I feel like that emotion and it's 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 it, it feels a lot a lot like more raw you know yeah, it's yeah, more yeah.
1: there's a connection to it so yeah, yeah. It, 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 that's what's so cool about art it's like it's all about expression and how you express yourself and how you figure out how to express yourself you know, solving that problem is, is just, it's fun. And it's yeah. a lot of trial and error, you know, I, I think it's so important, especially when it comes to graphic design. And I, I'm a part of this club and um, we all talk, we're all like different, maybe we're in different arts and stuff. Yeah. But what I, what I said to you day was like, for me, whenever I'm making a design, if I'm not liking it, if I'm not feeling it, if it's not, if it's not hitting home for me, I just restart, like I restart mm. designs all the time, like, Yeah, I will like be three deep, three hours deep into like this intricate ass thing. And then I like give it like 30 minutes and I look at it, it's not hitting. I restart because I just think it should, it should hit, you know, it should, it should make you feel something, it should get you excited, you know, it should like, it should liven, it should liven you up, you know, but it happens, you know, where you get into these rhythms where sometimes, you know, everything is hitting and you're on this momentum and then there's other times where your shit is down. You're kind of like, everything you make, you hate. So it's hard to kind of get out of that, but I think the best way is just to fucking throw the bad, it's like throw the bad ideas out. Like, yeah. if a bad idea comes, try it, do it, throw it out, a good idea will come. You know? Yeah. Taking through the bad ideas to a
0: good one. That's, that's a really good point. I, you spoke yeah. about being grateful for those moments that you can capture. Um, And, yeah. and I know gratitude is a big thing for you and again being in the moment these things kind of echo and everything you say again which is so beautiful
1: yeah
0: but how how are you grateful for where you are right now and i think
1: like you're saying like like what what makes me feel so grateful yeah yeah i think like dude like um I think for so for so long, like all all of us, all humans, like in the, in, in the process of life, we're constantly thinking about the next thing, yeah. and we're always thinking about this like a, this crazy mountain that we always have to climb. When in reality, like right now is so important. Like right. every moment that you're in the present is so important. You know what I mean? I kind of learned that when I was younger too. Like. Mm. I learned that from the movie Boyhood, like boyhood, I call it the boyhood effect, right? You watch, I don't know if you've ever seen Boyhood.
0: No, I haven't like, seen it.
1: You should watch it because you watch it, right? Yeah. And at the time when it came out, it was this fucking
0: huge movie. Do you know what yeah. it's
1: about? Have you heard about it? I've,
0: I know like the, the lore behind it of the filming process and everything, but I haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah, like, you know, it was shot in like 12 years and yeah. like it was this whole crazy. thing and like yeah.
1: it was crazy. Like even just that notion, you know? But then you watch the film and the first, I've seen a handful of times, but yeah.
0: the first
1: time I saw it, I was like, I got to the end, I was like, what the fuck? Like, the movie wasn't even that good. Why are people raving about it?
0: Like, mm-hmm. don't,
1: like, I even got kind of like annoyed. I was like, bro, the only yeah. thing that it has is that it was 12 years, you know? Mm-hmm. But as time went on I saw it a couple more times, I kind of realized that it's not a movie that is about the plot. It's not mm-hmm. about that. It's more so, it is about the process in the in which the way the movie was shot. Yeah. But more than that, it was, like, the moments that they captured in these people's lives, that it was about the time. It was yeah. so centered on the time and that yeah. specific moment. And what that did for me was, like, damn. Oh, and that's another thing. Like, it was capturing these these milestones in life for these people. That's why it wasn't really the best movie because, yeah, he, like, fell in love and then he went to this and then he graduated from high school and then he went to college. So it sounds just like regular life. And what kind of shifted perspective for me is like, sometimes you're always thinking about these huge goals, right? Like when you're in middle school, you're like, I want to be in high school. When you're in high school, you're like I want to be in college. When you're in college, you're, we're always just looking ahead rather than like really appreciating the moment and the time and these important milestones come and you got to cherish those moments. So I think that from then I always tried to like live in the present um, and through creating art that makes me really happy it makes me even more grateful because I'm like, lately, like, I'm just so proud of the, the product that I created and how it translated. Like, Time Flies is something that I think translated really well with people, and I love that because it was my entire heart went into that, all efforts, you know? So that just makes me grateful, and then now I'm just even more excited to, like, create more things. Like, I have a bunch of other ideas that I'm going to do soon that just keep kind of that momentum of just me being so grateful to even
0: yeah, think of ideas that
1: make me happy and
0: yeah.
1: that I think people like. So um, that's why I think I'm very grateful. And I just think also Miami is just a beautiful fucking city that like, yeah. it's hard to not, it's hard to kind of be upset here. I feel like yeah. it's so nice all the fucking time. So like when I'm like annoyed, I'm like, bro, I'm like, I'm like, I can't be, you can't be mad on vacation, you know, like in here. It's yeah. like, vacation weather 24 7 so yeah um yeah yeah so that's it's, that's that's how i kind of stayed grateful
0: I, there's a there's a lot of i think within the the scenes of miami and, and broward and stuff where there's not a lot of people who share unfortunately that same kind of outlook towards miami a lot of people i know see it for all the sides that it has you know but yeah. what i i i want to know what makes you so. Not enamored, but what what keeps you here almost? What like what keeps yeah. you in love with Miami?
1: Um, I I like moved to New York, um, uh, 2019 for like a year. Yeah. And to be honest, I may go back. <laughs> but um, question over. I Maybe
0: maybe, but yeah, yeah.
1: um, and it's not to say that I don't love Miami.
0: Right right.
1: Um, dude, I I don't I don't know. I think i just. My whole life I've loved land, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember just being young and like my mom is from New York and my dad's from LA. So they've always been from these big cities, right? And in my you know, my mom's my grandmother's house on my mom's side, she like she had like all these New York snow globes. And I remember being young, like grabbing the snow globe and like shaking it and being like, Wait, hold on why isn't there a Miami snow globe? Mm. Miami's fucking dope. Like
0: right.
1: you see New York, you see the Eiffel Tower, you see Paris. I'm like, yeah. bro, where is the Miami snow globe? Like yeah. Miami's dope as shit, you know? And I, I remember realizing that really young cause she used to live on the beach. Like you mm. used to live on oh. the beach, like this nice apartment that you can like, it was just really nice, you know? Yeah. And that's like where I grew up. I was like, this is fucking beautiful. Right, right. Like everything, you know, yeah, New, York, yeah, yeah. New York is dope, but like, this is also dope. Yeah. So I think just like my whole life, like I've just been so in love with Miami and I, that's what's kind of kept me here. I think also, like I was going to say, is when I moved to New York, it also made me realize how much I love Miami, you know? Mm. Because I just like, I don't know, like I, I grew up playing sports and, and listening to like all types of music and people are, are so grateful and so proud of their hometown, Yeah. you know? So I like, I don't know, just listening to like, wayne growing up like all wayne would ever say is from, from hollygrove right,
0: right you
1: know and like i think that that sort of instilled in me at a young age to you should be grateful and proud of where you're from you should like love your city you know because there's i'm sure there's so many things to love about your own city you yeah. know um so i think that that's what's always made me like really love miami and like think about miami as this like beautiful melting pot of just so many different uh different elements that really build to such a beautiful city you yeah. know like yeah. it's so vast even like how you're saying broward like even when we go to broward like there's so many little pockets of areas that are just honestly stunning like yeah. it's crazy i live like in Westchester, which is like kind of my tropical park whatever and near here there's like pinecrest my brother lives a pinecrest yeah. so a lot of times i'd be driving through like little roads to go to my brother's house and i'm just like what the fuck like yeah. <laughs> this house is beautiful that right. park is beautiful right. i'm just like
0: there's I'm no other that. city
1: like this place you know and yeah so for a while i've always really really loved miami and i like to put uh miami into my work somehow yeah. because like my first ever uh business that i did i had like my own vegan food stand and uh i was gonna, gonna ask going you about here. that a lot yeah. of vegan
0: things on your website. I was like, ah, another <laughs> thing that's... <laughs> I was like, it's another connection.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I had a vegan food scent. Um, wow. And it was called Blooming Berry. And it was uh, back in like 2018. Is when I started it. Yeah. Um, we did it for about two years. Um, and it was all Miami-inspired food, but vegan. You feel yeah. me? So we had like empanadas, yeah. we had arepas. Yeah. We did like a bunch of ceviche. We did a bunch of cool things that were... All inspired by the food that you find in Miami.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I think that that's what started off my like young. Like, I hate the word entrepreneurial, but I guess like creative entrepreneurial yeah, mindset. Man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I started. That's what. That's what kind of started it, which yeah. was centered around Miami. So after that project, everything I've always done that's been something that I create on my own, I always like to tie back to Miami. You know.
0: Yeah wow yes how did how did you even get there was that another outlet just like food or did you come from a design perspective and people came around that idea like how how did that start
1: i it was um like i was just in college and yeah. me and my girlfriend at the time like we would go to this farmer's market and she was vegan
0: yeah. and
1: i worked at uh restaurants and i hadn't really started graphic designing well it was probably my first year um prior to opening Blooming Berry.
0: Yeah. And
1: Blooming Berry was the outlet that I was like, this is something that I want to create the branding for and, mm. like, practice branding yeah. with this brand, you know? Um, So, yeah, we went to this farmer's market, and I remember I was just, like, looking around. And I was like, bro, none of these people have, like, banners. None of these people have, like, <laughs> business cards. Like, there's no – there's so many opportunities to brand. like, no one's yeah. really branding their shit. Like, if yeah. we branded our shit, we would, we would kill it. And that's what we did, bro. We had that shit open for like two years, and dude, it, wow. it did crazy. It did really well.
0: Wow, It did really buff. well for
1: those for those two years. But then, you know, I ended up moving to New York, so we couldn't yeah. really kind of continue continue the the, the food stand. But it, it was it was it was a fun project, and it just like I said, tell me and showcased a lot to me and how much I I love Miami. wow yeah, uh, yeah that,
0: that. I wanted a... to ask you
1: though, you yeah. are you from Miami?
0: I'm from Broward. Hmm. Yeah, so it's... How do you feel uh, about Broward? I I honestly feel like I haven't been able to experience Broward in the way that I've got to experience Miami, funnily enough, because mm-hmm. I was kind of closed off to a lot of things for a long time. Just anxiety and different other things that added up to me just being in my in my house all the time. Mm-hmm. And... I think it was a little bit before the pandemic started. I started going out and going to sets here and there, meeting people. And I was like, oh, it it, it was that big thing of like, I, I thought I was the coolest thing since sliced bread for most of my life. And then I went to Miami. I was like, oh, OK, get, everybody's like this. This is this is cool. You know, and I, I don't think that's everybody's reaction. Some people get like threatened by that. But I was like, oh, no, I'm nothing. Let's go. I can learn so much. Um, I fucked with that. Yeah, so Miami is just this big, beautiful thing, and like like you, I think I since I haven't been there, there's even more tourists. Like I was I was in, at South Beach the other day for the first time, like at night, Damn. and I was like, oh dude, I was like, whoa, it's the best. Like it's just everybody's walking around, just existing, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like this is this is wild, dude. So, if I was you,
1: if you ever have a night where you want to go to the beach, yeah, and you have like friends and you want it to be a little intimate. You should go to like the it's called the Fayana district.
0: Okay. It's like on like 59th
1: and collins, I think. Not Collins. Okay. I think it is Collins, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um but yeah, beautiful. There's like perfect parking. It's super chill. That's, like,
0: the, that's the first thing to say. That's the perfect thing to lead with. <laughs> perfect parking. That's amazing. Perfect parking. It's like yeah. Going right now. <laughs> <laughs> God,
1: uh. Next chance you go, dog. It's 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 the best.
0: Yeah. The one thing about me. That's dope. Is, cool. I'm
1: I'm glad okay. that um you know you like i'm glad that it sounds like you like have stepped out of your comfort
0: zone yeah that's awesome yeah no it's 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 led to a lot of like like this happening like meeting you through instagram through that web of people you meet kind of just at every event and stuff yeah um and i feel like the people that i've met in
1: broward yeah kind of have a similar um Like, sort of outlook, not outlook, but I guess the way they move. Like, yeah. I think people in Broward are a little bit more introverted, potentially. Yeah. But I feel like there's a lot more, like, such dedicated creatives in Broward. Yeah. I think it's maybe because of that, like, how you're saying how you stayed in the crib, like, for for a while.
0: I feel like in Miami,
1: there's always so much shit to do that, like, it was the opposite. Like, I was never home, which. Made me kind of delayed in my creative endeavor. Yeah, you feel me? Like, interesting. I was always like, from when I was like fifteen, sixteen, yeah. I was like drinking. Yeah, you know, going to going to like this club called Mecca in downtown when I was yeah. sixteen. You feel me? So like, it's it's that dope. You know, that's, I wish that's, I I've, started doing my shit earlier. <laughs> I've,
0: I've never thought about that that way, but I I think it is interesting because I think when you're in Broward, there's not much to do, so you just go to Miami for stuff yeah yeah. So it's like we're not there so we're not experiencing like like you said just everything around you just happening so we have to move into yeah. it if we don't we could just stay stay, you stay the crib, you vibe, yeah yeah you just yeah, yeah just just have time to hone it but I, I think for people in miami i think the work ethic is crazy yeah like it's it's just light years ahead of anything i've ever seen just yeah, i know i'm well. busy but everybody else i know from miami is just like let's go and they still have time to be like yo pull up right now I'm like dog that's an hour drive I am not I am not about to pull no, up. Like, I love you so much but it's not I can't do it right now but
1: just, Sorry, oh, there's a really good restaurant um in, in like Fort Lauderdale like yeah. Um Milk Money
0: you know Milk Money Milk Money no you You sound like it's a it's kind of I guess a little bit <laughs> it's coming out a little bit
1: a little bit like I just um I don't know I would go there a lot I don't know why I guess.
0: yeah
1: oh because when I had the vegan thing we, yeah. we there was this like uh it was literally in Las Olas right there was this uh old like I don't think it's the there but it's this vegan supermarket that we sell like wholesale because our main thing was empanadas
0: yeah so
1: we would wholesale empanadas there so I would oh, always yeah, yeah. drive to mm. to there to drop it off and I would a lot of times go to dope restaurants in yeah. Broward especially vegan ones and there's so many like the yeah. food scene in broward is like really fire
0: it's it's getting even crazier now i think it's just like unfortunately a lot of stuff closed down in the pandemic a lot of the vegan spots yeah uh, just yeah, they did. traffic it. um but there's yeah. like roots cafes coming back like that's a yeah. really good spot. roots was
1: sick i remember that one that one was dope
0: yeah. it's insane it, it's right by my house and it's bad like <laughs> I was Coming off work, I'm like, yeah, I could use a burger real quick. Let me just—literally, that's just, what was, fire. Fire. That was very fire. Yeah, yeah, but I—I I think I was having this conversation with one of my coworkers, and it's coming out to me in this conversation. But I think a lot of artists or creatives or whatever the term used that people want to be called—I think if we strip everything away, we're just very like empathetic people who want to understand mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So it's always interesting to see the difference between some people who create, who are so focused on their craft alone, who are just, who only see everything through that. You know, you mentioned the, the design thing, and I, I feel like learning, like, me, a musician by, I guess, by gift, and then oh, a designer by, by like, trade, Learning to to hone that craft of, oh, this thing is not in the center. This thing is not there, but not having that, you know? Yeah. So I'm interested to know what you feel like was your starting point with art. And I want to know what you've kind of gathered along the way outside of just the gifts and, you know, the photographer and whatever. But those little things that might not, like, you might not even know to speak to. Like, I I wonder what you kind of have seen across that journey.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really dope question. Um well I think like the first part, you know, like what it started with is kinda how I mentioned like um being sort of a comedic person.
0: Yeah.
1: Like in high school.
0: Yeah. And
1: being like a kind of like, like a, a jokester.
0: Yeah.
1: That's where I think my beginning um creative like journey sort of began because it was uh, a time it was it, what i learned from it was like i just really loved making people laugh yeah. and i really love the reciprocation of it you know yeah. i never yeah. tried to be and maybe like in retrospect like there's probably a couple of things that i would do that i would cringe at now but i feel like at that time like the way i was was fully myself and it, i never felt like i was doing too much because i just felt like anyone who knew me knew that that's just how i expressed myself Right, so I feel like that sort of taught me how to, um, like I said, express myself. But as I got a little bit older, I guess the tribulations that I would go through would be that uh, that sort of reaction, that comedy that you say joke, people laugh, right? I think when that sort of Time and uh, like after high school and I went to college and I did a little bit of acting. That time when I wouldn't necessarily get that all the time, it would hurt my ego and it would hurt like my ability and I would doubt myself, right? So I think that's kind of in general what I think stopped me from acting. Like I remember I was a part of this thing called the Miami Acting School and it was um, in Winwood actually. And, like it was just something I did on the side. Cause I went to Dade and my teacher had recommended me to do that, to go through them, to whatever, to, to get classes. right. So I remember I went up and like we were doing this game where people like, it was like, I forgot what it was called, but like you would go on the stage and people would line up here, people would line up here. And then whoever randomly would go in the middle and you would like do anything. There was no rules. The mm-hmm. Only rules that you couldn't say like certain words. You couldn't say like, "and," eh, you couldn't say um. And if that happened, you get kicked out. And I remember like one time, like I went up and I was do you just shit? And then, like, the the, the fucking director
0: yeah.
1: got, like, mad that I did it. He was like, oh, that's really gross. Like, why are you bringing a poop to her? And I got so, like, hurt by that. Because everyone right. had laughed. Right,
0: but right. But right. he
1: didn't like it. So then I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I got hurt. And then I kind of stopped acting. But then what I realized was, like, I don't really want, like, someone to necessarily dictate how I express myself. Mm-hmm. Rather, if anyone's going to be able to dictate how I express myself, it should be my own self, you know? And I think taking the more route of design kind of taught me how to critique myself, see what I like. Like if I see a design that I like, how do I make something that's in that world, right? How do Mm. I make something like that since I like it? How do I sort of follow that? So right, that right, design right. follows, like, is my guideline, is my director.
0: Yeah. You
1: know. So I think that that's kind of what helped me. I feel like express myself and, and become yeah. a better artist. Um. And now I just to to that point on when I started, now I just try to never doubt myself. You know, because mm. even even if like I don't like a design or I think something that whatever anything I ever do for anyone. I don't give it to them unless I like it. Mm. So it's
0: mm.
1: important to wow. be your own like hard critic. Yeah. Be your own whatever. Because at that point, if I like it and you don't, that's fine.
0: Right. Right. Now,
1: how can we make something that you like? Because I'm not. I'm not hurt by it. Because I already made something. That I like, you know. Yeah. So how how now now as my job as like a visual problem solver, how can I get you something that you like? You know what I'm right. saying? So right. Right. I think yeah, that's how I kind of have navigated. Uh, through my creative endeavors and been able yeah. to deal with problems
0: and kind of come up on the other side, that's yeah, another really good explanation I, <laughs> I, I, it's just like really- you're answering all these questions i I'm in this weird space right now with work, specifically, yeah, to where I'm designing things that i've I've been stuck designing something that's supposed to go. It's like an evergreen campaign, okay, and in the process of designing it, I've fallen in and out of love with what I was making, mm. to the point where sometimes I'm just like, and I'll get mad at myself the next day because I was like, the, the day will pile up, you know. Boss does this, my friend does that. A bird looked at me the wrong way, and I'm kind of just like pissed <laughs> off. By the end <laughs> of the day, I'm like, all right, send the files, take the PSD, I'm done, whatever, whatever, you know. And then I'll see the ad on my phone on Red on on like on what you call it? Pinterest or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I'm like, ah, like okay, it's done, but like it's just in the back of my head. So I'm like, oh, I can't make that mistake again. Oh, you know? Yeah. But no, I know,
1: I know how that is that's yeah. sometimes how it is working with with client work, though. You know? Yeah. Like that's why I think what I always try to do to to avoid that is like yeah. I just try to um first make I learned this at my last my last job, like yeah. First, make you make three designs, right? with mm. you're working with clients right you make one design that you think that they would want yeah. that or like the direction that they're giving you like yeah. literally just fucking if they give you references damn near copy it yeah 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 Two, do a little bit of what you think they want and a little bit of what you want and then mm. do what you want mm. and then always present in threes and i think that that's the best way to avoid you from feeling like fuck bro like i could have right. what like the what if factor. Yeah. Like the what what could have been, it avoids that because you already tried, you already did as much as you can to know what it could have been. You know right, what I'm right. saying?
0: Because you're not given just the one option. It's like, oh, this is the end all be all. So it's like you can't. Yeah. Be... Yeah. That exactly. Makes that makes
1: sense. So it kind of it kind of just helps it helps us as yeah. designers because a lot of times we're depending on who you work with. A lot of times you are told what what they want. We're told right. what. The client tells us exactly what they want and we just follow orders. Yeah. Whereas sometimes like I think it's very important to challenge whoever you're working with to say, Here's here's what you wanted and here's yeah. what I think you wanted and here's what I what I think you yeah. should do. You know? So it's like yeah. those three options allows them to be like, damn, that is what I wanted, but now seeing it like I don't really I don't really like know if I like it that much. Yeah. And then I fuck with yours, but then damn, this one's a perfect blend of both. Yeah. So it's like usually it, it always works. Yeah. And what always ends up happening for me is that, like, it always kind of shifts to, like, what my favorite thing. Because then it's like, now they know, they see the potential, and they're like, oh, yeah. shit, like, you kind of put them on, you know?
0: It's so. it's so funny that, like, how how important speaking to your design is. Yeah. Because you could deliver the best thing, but if people don't know what they're looking at, they won't, yeah. under, they'll go with something that's a lot safer. So that's, that's mm-hmm. one of the other things I'm I'm very thankful for for this job, because not only in this in this uh scenario of just like design, but I think for myself, just like I have an idea and I believe in it and yeah. I need to be able to back it up and be able to defend it. You know, and if it's if it's a, just a silly thing, I should be like, I, it's a silly thing I care about. You know, I I, I believe in this wholeheartedly. Um, and but at the same time, being open to change. And I think sometimes people, <laughs> if you present something like, oh my goodness, I don't want to break their heart. I'm like, dog, I want to, <laughs> I want to communicate your idea better. Like we're not, yeah. we're not fighting here. Like it's not a battle. There's no,
1: yeah. It's not a battle. Yeah. yeah. literally.
0: It's, Where are you working at? Uh, this place. Called... Yeah. This company called, um, oh. so it was just, yeah, it's, 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 it's a cool, um, funnily enough, I, one of my, my good friends, Jackson, he was working there and on. I think one of the last episodes I put out before he like gave me the job offer, like in the beginning of the episode. So oh, sick! It's like a crazy time capsule before and of how you got the job. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm excited because part of the reason I archived all the the old stuff, and I'm gonna put it back up eventually. But yeah, I think like you mentioned, the focus was so different. Cause I felt like I needed to stand out and be loud and get my idea across. And, um, it wasn't really uniform. I didn't know about guidelines. I didn't know about, you know, organizing things. I didn't know about yeah. all these little details that help, help me be able to create better, you know, cause yeah. you, you learn that when you set up these things and have, have a fun. Have a have colors together. Have everything in a place where you can grab them and go. You're able to get a little crazier when you, yeah. when you want to. Um, yeah. and I'm interested to see for you. Is is your process design and creativity? Is it a clean process? Are you like a thousand documents on the desktop at one time? Or are you like I got three folders only? <laughs>
1: um. I I definitely um. I'm extremely organized when it comes to the way I organize yeah. my work. Yeah. Um and I like to work, it depends on what I'm working on. But um if I'm working on like a logo, yeah, or if I'm working on an album cover, those kind of workflows are really different. Interesting. Um yeah, so I think when it comes to logos, sometimes it could be a little bit cleaner than an album cover, because with album covers like I I'll do half on Illustrator, I'll do half on Photoshop. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that transition kind of makes right. it messy. Right. Um but yeah, I try to be as like clean as possible, even in my own home too. Because yeah. like if I if, if the space isn't clean for me, it's hard for me to like be so open to new ideas. Yeah. I think yeah. maybe yeah. or even just creating comfortably. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's kind of how I like try to always start when I make something. I always try to make it as organized and clean as possible. Because yeah. if not, it's just like I don't know. I just feel like cluttered. You know. Yeah. He's just like.
0: Ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just too much going on. Yeah. yeah, 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 no, hundred percent. The pro the process is such a beautiful thing to learn, and I think it's always yeah. always changing. And when when you feel that it's wrong, it's it's wrong. Yeah, it's it's, it's just bad, you know. Yeah, you just gotta stop it because if you don't stop, it's gonna continue to to, to go Definitely. down. Down the
1: the, the process of making things is, is always very interesting because yeah, it's like I think for a while what I was doing was following. I always try to follow a similar process, mm. right? And I think as I've designed more, I always try to break that process sometimes because mm. like getting so caught up in the same sort of process, I end up making something very similar to maybe right. another
0: design that just, I make just by yeah, by nature, yeah.
1: which sometimes i feel like when i critique myself i'm like damn maybe i could have a little bit more of a cohesive sort of design style like if you're working with brainwave you know exactly what it's going to come out to be sometimes right. it's not really like that but right. for me that's kind of like my favorite part it's like yeah i can make something that looks like a punk poster that i love yeah but i can also make a really clean sleek like branding for like i just did this branding for my homegirls napkin like wedding napkins you know where it's it's like this like nice like sans serif and it's stretched and warped and it's very clean you know so um that's kind of like my my favorite thing about working is like the the many different fields and many different hats you can wear yeah and i think that all boils down to how how it's how important it is to kind of switch your process up sometimes you know i never want to ever make anything where i feel like I've done this a million times, you know, I feel like every time I design, it's always something, it's always a new train of thought. So,
0: Yeah. Who, who are you looking to, Who who's inspiring you in the world of design and even are there other mediums that are affecting your design?
1: Mm. Um, I'm really, really, I really love like, in terms of like just Instagram people, Yeah. um, there's this guy, Nick Dapolito that I love. He's super uh-huh. fire. Yeah. Um, the guy who did Steve Lacey's album cover and Motomani yep. and shit. Crazy. Victor H. Victor H something. Guy's yeah. insane. That yeah. guy is out of his mind. Um, uh, who else? I love like what, what's his name? Lost my mind or lose your mind or
0: something. I don't
1: like know. My mind. In my mind or something like that. He did uh, Brent Fiers' Fuck the World.
0: Um yeah. so in terms of like
1: gra- graphic designers, like those are like some of my favorites.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but artists in general, I mean I mean, of course, it's like, I know this is basic, but dude, Tyler, the creator is just like someone that I look to all the time,
0: like yeah, yeah.
1: all the time when it comes to how I I, I, I think and how yeah. I try to maneuver through anything that I try to do creatively, you know, yeah. I think like I was in high school when, when like Odd Future was like going crazy and yeah. I went to the show in uh, the Fillmore, like, on Halloween. It was oh. And ever since then, like, anything Tyler has done, I've always, like, had my, my pen and paper up. You feel me? Yeah. And it's helped me, you know? Like, yeah. even with Time Flies, like, he had this one interview that he had mentioned that he's, you know, he was like, I don't get how people make these songs or these albums and they post it on their story once and they just forget about it. Right. Or they never yeah. post about it again,
0: yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. And he's like, bro, I, I made Call Me If You Get Lost like two years ago. I'm still promoting that shit. So that inspired me to say, you know what? With this calendar, I'm going to try as hard as I fucking can to market it because why not? Like, yeah. what could I lose by trying really, really hard on something? And yeah. just thinking of other ways to market a product, you feel me? Yeah. So that uh, that's a dude that just... On the daily, just really, really, really inspires me 24/7. And then you know, I I, I'm I'm just inspired, like I said, by Miami, like the 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 many little intricacies and the the beautiful weather and like the the beautiful days, just inspire me to just create happily. So that's that's what what kind of I feel like when when the word when I hear the word inspire when conversation of inspiration comes up. It's kind of like what brings me happiness, what brings me fulfillment, what brings me excitement. Um, and Miami does all that for me. So that's why I try to like, yeah. that's why I say it kind of goes, I put Miami into everything that I do
0: yeah.
1: because it's it's how Miami makes me feel.
0: Yeah, It's wow. how I
1: express that through my work.
0: I wish I had a dang like siren button because all these things you're saying, is just <laughs> great. Like, it's, it's just... <laughs> Ready Fucking, to uh,
1: them. you know who would do that? Uh, this uh, T Pain on his radio and his like podcast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He has like, a
1: lot of good sound effects.
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that, that's gonna be the the new investment for the next season. Just just, just <laughs> so I'm just not gonna tell the guests. I'm just like, oh, really? Intimate moment. You lose. Yes. No, for real though.
1: I just think um, I think especially when it comes to marketing too, and just like yeah. It's so important to just have fun, dude, and just like, yeah. and like, just put put your all into it and have and have a blast. And, yeah. And there's 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 no other way to to kind of make things. You know? Do you find yourself yeah. having fun when when it comes to procrastination, radio, or or any work that you do?
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. You're talking about marketing, and I think that's a it's a good to put both the fun and marketing, like you were saying. But yeah. I remember coming into it it was a thing where I didn't feel secure enough in the product to promote it, which is so Mm. backwards now that I say it out loud. Like I'm I'm putting out this- No, but
1: it happens though.
0: No, it's real, yeah. I'm I'm putting out this thing and I'm I'm feeling really good about it. I'm sending it to like the homies and you know- Yeah, yeah, i am doing that. And it's just like, it's just there. And I'm like, why does this only have six views? And it's like, cause you you didn't put it out, you know? So through that process, there were a lot of references I know a lot of the early show was influenced by adult swim a lot and mm. it, it it felt alive because it was my personality and it felt like an escape because yeah again I was very to myself to the time so it was like my one place to show off like all right cool I can do a nice edit I could do this I can have fun like oh you <laughs> it's a voiceover now it's whatever mm. you know and through that it kind of got me into like audio drama so I was, I was writing an audio drama because I was doing oh, these, sick. these intros on the episodes that were just so grandiose and I just didn't know how to how to how to communicate that <laughs> to Instagram or to Twitter or whatever so yeah that sounds
1: dope I would love to I would love to like, I'll send you I'll
0: send you something because they're there now that I'm in this point of my life I'm like I'll send you whatever like yeah fuck it <laughs> like it's good you know um but i think during the year that i took off to to do just kind of focus and set myself into the job realizing and being behind the scenes of a lot of campaigns and noticing a lot of things i'm like all right i've been i've been blessed with the ideas to make these things work so I, I think now that I have the tools, I think the most fun I'm ever going to have is about to be what's coming out now, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't have to worry about branding now. It's like, okay, I got that done. I don't have to worry about what my font is. I got that done already. Now I can go Now I can go buck wild, you know? So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it's things that don't even make sense to the content. I'm just like, I want to have the most fun <laughs> possible, you yeah, know? And, I- and sometimes like I get stuck in, just the like like one of the biggest things I had to learn was like let like letting my ideas have a life, mm. you know, so if I have an idea, I gotta bake it a little bit before I try to pass it off and before I try to kill it, I just gotta let it kind of I like that kind of do its own thing for a little bit, so I've been deciding what I should give energy to what 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 should have more of my attention, you know, just with life and and other things yeah. like that but yeah i'm I'm excited to really really go deep into it and and another big thing which i, I want to kind of ask you about is sometimes i get frustrated because the the product doesn't match what i had in my head mm. you know and i'll look at the references again i'm like man this you know this this
1: i don't see yeah, I, I thought i could have made some, yeah right
0: like, disconnect you know and so how how do you how do you feel? When something comes out that way and like how do you roll with those punches
1: yeah I think uh I think like limiting expectations for yourself mm. is like very important and mm. I think that that's what has always like uh, allowed me to not disappoint myself Yeah, I try to just have no expectations and I actually had a, a debate with someone the other day about that like have no expectations for anything try as hard as you can but don't have any expectations because you yeah. never know what can happen. Right. So it's so important to avoid having expectations. Trying your fucking hardest. I'm not saying don't have any expectations and don't yeah. do anything. No, still try as hard as you can, but avoiding having an expectation on where you will be, how a design will look, where the project will go, will just help you like you're kind of like you're kind of prepared for anything. Because you're yeah. just like I don't expect any I'm I'm preparing for the uh, hoping for the best preparing for the worst you know what i'm saying yeah. that's kind of i think that's a little bit deeper but i think that that's on a surface level like having the expectation, is the way i try to like is the way I, I i allow myself to not get so uh affected by the outcome of something you know
0: because
1: right. like i said i think if if the outcome is that i just don't like it then i just restart i don't get upset i don't get frustrated i don't get mad at myself but it's hard i mean yeah. You know, there's times where, like I said, when that cycle is just going and for, for like a week or a couple of days, you're yeah. just making a yeah. bunch of thing, things that you hate. It's hard to be positive, of course. But at that moment, I, I say, you know, maybe just fucking play some Xbox, go yeah. outside, like talk to a friend, like watch a movie, find, just like start, you know, maybe just forgetting about it and then opening it with a clean slate. That's how I try to, like, move when it comes to, like, the negative part of making art. Yeah. You know, the frustrating part about making art. Because it can be very frustrating. <laughs> Mad art. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though, that's, like, like it, it could be, bro, like, there's times, dude, where I made, like, 50 designs for like this one yeah. album cover, and I'm like, I fucking can't believe it. Nothing yeah. is
0: hitting, yeah. you
1: know. Um, but it, it I, I'm gonna show you something actually because you said yeah. you could screen share, it, right?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So there was like this album. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe it, I, I don't know. If, if
0: I you show. if you send it, I could put it up on the screen while we talk.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So I I wonder if I can show it because it's not out yet.
0: Oh. But and I, it's coming out
1: I'll it, I'll but, but I, I'll show, I'll show like, a, I'll show like a little part like here. So yeah, yeah. I had been making this album cover, literally yeah. probably like thirty variations or probably like twenty yeah. variations, right? Which normally I don't do. Like I always limit my variations, but for this project, it's my homie, and I was like, bro, I want to like every other one that I've made, I really love. I want to make something crazy. Yeah. Um, so I hadn't made anything that I like, so I kind of started. I got inspired by like this this like sticker design that I love, like these designers called Manga, yeah.
0: um,
1: that make like really dope shit. And they have yeah
0: yeah. Sticker packs. I was just looking at their prayers today. The
1: yeah, they're yeah. fucking crazy. They're the ones who the other interview that I they had. They're the ones who designed. It.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so um, I'm I was inspired by them, and then I, I started uh I kind of took a different route, and I yeah, like, yeah. restarted completely, took a sticker approach, and I started like. Just making like really dope stickers for like this album cover and like yes. that shit literally just like brought so much life back to me. You feel me? Like so that's why like I was so frustrated with it. Yeah. I would procrastinate with it because I yeah. I knew I, like after the sixth time of me going back to the drawing board, I'm like, fuck! Like what's going yeah, on? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why can't I make something that I like? You know? Yeah. But um, I think yeah once. The harder you work on something, kind of, the the more satisfying the end result is too. So,
0: yeah, man, uh, that's, that's what I would say.
1: Whenever you're frustrated, just like keep fucking going, because that great design that's gonna make you happy is like right on the corner.
0: It's right there. Yeah, that's yeah. Again, a beautiful way to to say that. I I, I want to end with something that is very close to you, and it's, it's just a question I want you to kind of think about and and take some time with. So, um. Where are you right now on your journey to becoming the idol that you've always admired?
1: Mm. Um, I said it like' okay that that's like a quote that i I kind of came up with when I was an actor, like right around that time mm. I was wow. like, yeah, I came up with that quote because I was like, first of all, like. So many dope people have dope quotes, you know, like yeah. and I was always like, fuck, dude. Like I wanna need make a quote. I want to yeah. <laughs> make a quote, you know, a quotable thing. Yeah. Um, so back then I was just kind of like, you know, always looking at other people and idolizing them. Yeah. And putting myself on a on like a lower pedestal or like yeah. a step below. I was always like reaching for. This idolization was always like a reach, rather than like, oh, I'll be there someday. Right. Like, it was more so just like, damn, like right. negative,
0: like, fuck, I'll never
1: be that good. I'll never be. That good. So um, through that mindset, I was like, bro, like, instead of getting so affected by how how it hurts that maybe you never feel it either, um, you should become something that you should become that person you admire. You know. And I think the more you hone in on what you like, what characteristics you like about the people you idolize, the better way you could kind of follow, learn from, adapt into your own life, but also use your own judgment, you know, like putting your own twist on things. Like, I think that that's the way you become lighter you admire. And I think for a while, like, I came up with that quote. I've been telling myself that since I was like 20 nineteen. Yeah. I'm twenty seven now Um and I last year or about two years ago when I went on tour, um I had told myself like I I finally became I don't admire, you know? Um because I went on tour and I had always wanted to go on tour. And I think I'm still there. I think I I think I definitely still have I think I'm at that point where I, I am I have become someone that I admired. I think if I were to speak to my younger self who I am right now, I think I would be so happy. You know? I had this conversation too, like, yeah. for so long, like I had these ginormous dreams, and I'm not saying I still have them, but as I've gotten older, with the whole boyhood effect, I've realized to just appreciate where I'm at now, rather than making myself feel bad about that I'm not at the vision that I never possibly met the vision that I had when I was 20. You yeah. know, like there's nothing wrong with your, your perspective shifting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just getting older. It's just realizing whatever. But I've learned so much. I've become someone that I, I'm really proud of now. So that's why I think if I were to have a conversation with my younger self, my younger self would be very proud of the person that I am today. So, yeah, I think, and, and potentially idolize me, you know? There was a lot of things that I did that I couldn't do without I was younger than I did. I've done now, like doing public speaking. I was really bad at public speaking in college and not that long ago I spoke at my college. So kind of everything comes back full circle. So um, I'm definitely at the place right now that I think I I have became the idol I admire. And now maybe I could just work towards uh, inspiring other people to become the idol that they admire. You know, I think that it's so important to uplift one another. Yeah. I think it's so important, especially in the artistic field because a lot of times like, it's just us in this yeah. fucking project, us in this thing, us in this mindset. The place I'm in right now, I just really want to help other creatives like do whatever it is that they want to do. Even if it's just like a conversation that maybe uplifts that or, or initiates that conversation for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the place that I'm in right now and that I keep wanting to be in. Um and I also don't necessarily only want to do it exclusively with just artists. I want to do it with anyone. So for example, like this next idea that I have coming out, um, it's it's about Miami restaurants that have lasted the test of time. Mm. And I want to highlight those figures to kind of say, I know you've been here for sixty years, but keep fucking going.
0: Like, yeah yeah
1: we're all fucking rooting for you like so many things have fallen here are your flowers you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah so all stages of all parts of people's careers whether creative or not i think where i'm at right now i just want to just yeah try to make other people uh see the great in their se- in themselves you know
0: Yeah, man this this not only I think but have been, has been one of my favorite episodes, this is my one of my favorite conversations I've had in, 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 a, in a long time, you know, I knew something was right when your name was Julian and I'm glad that it panned out, you know. This, this facts, is I had
1: a good feeling about this too, bro.
0: Yes, yes. And nice, I'm glad
1: bro. you, I think, you know, that's another thing too, bro, like the fact that you're doing something like this, highlighting, you know, someone, like an artist such as myself, um that that's that's amazing bro like you're 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 tapping into a field and and you're having conversations with with those that i feel like maybe don't really get highlighted as frequently so kudos to you man like
0: this this is
1: dope and 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 thanks for putting this together and even just inviting me on i'm honored bro
0: yeah no problem no problem no problem man thank you everybody who's watching hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did no matter where you are, if it's day or night, stop procrastinating, go after it. <laughs> peace, 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 peace. peace.